Be Wealthy and Smart, Episode 61. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to do something a little different, but really, really fun. Because recently, One of our favorite actors, one of my favorite actors, maybe one of your favorite actors, recently got married, George Clooney. And George married a beautiful woman. They're almost like a prince and a princess. It's kind of a really cool story. But I wrote a fun article because I thought for any newlywed or anyone who's married who has successful businesses, they come from two successful worlds, they have unique situations that not every newlywed has. So we're going to review what steps the this famous couple needs to take to be as financially savvy as they are media savvy. So these are eight savvy financial moves that they should do or consider doing to also have their finances be in a state of marital bliss. So the first thing is they had to decide where to live. Of course, anyone getting married has to figure out whose home they're going to keep and whose home they're going to sell. In their case, the news came out that they bought a $15 million home in Tameside Village, which is supposed to be a very upscale, gorgeous residence. It looks beautiful. So of course, George is going to keep his home on Lake Como, but Perhaps that will be more of their weekend retreat. The second thing is to consider setting up a joint bank account and to manage household expenses together. So while a power couple like them may not choose to merge all of their accounts, having one account for the household will cover things like food, home maintenance, service workers, staff, things like that. So It's not always necessary as a married couple to have a joint account, but it does make things a little bit easier when you have expenses in common. Number three, consider forming a joint charitable fund. Since George and Amal are both civic-minded, they may want to give to their causes jointly. And an easy way to do that is to set up a fund called a Donor Advised Fund. And if you haven't listened to my podcast on that about mini charitable funds, I encourage you to listen to that. Um, and it gives you all the details about setting up a donor advice fund, the advantages, and so on. But it's like a mini foundation, and you're able to give money into the fund, take your tax deduction right away, and then determine when and whom you want to give the funds to. So it gives you more control for charitable giving and the timing of the gifts. The fourth thing is to increase their liability insurance. Power couples can be a magnet for crazy people. So increasing their liability coverage is a good idea. It's generally very inexpensive to have a lot of liability coverage. Usually a few million dollars of liability insurance is only a couple hundred dollars. 
So it's a great buy and provides peace of mind. And if you haven't reviewed yours lately, I suggest that you do so. It'll do things like help if you get involved in a car accident and your maximums might not be high enough. This might give another pot of money for uh, people to, you know, for you to be covered under. So if you have a lot of assets, you may want to look into having at least a $1 million uh, liability insurance umbrella. Always a good thing, very inexpensive. It's a catch-all for many different kinds of mishaps that can happen, and it's just great for peace of mind at a very little cost. Number five, determine if a buy-sell agreement and life insurance are needed. Well, George and Amal have their own successful businesses. If one of them died, the other spouse would inherit their share of the business. And a life insurance policy is often purchased with the sole purpose of using the proceeds to pay off the spouse's beneficiaries, the spouse's partner, if you will, the the surviving spouse that will pay off the partners, the business partners of the business. So in other words, people think when you have business partners that somehow when you die, the business partners will inherit your part of the business. Well, normally that's not the case. Normally, if you're in a business partnership and you die, the spouse inherits your part of the business. So in order for your partners in your business to get your share of the business, usually they have to buy out your spouse. So a lot of times a very inexpensive life insurance policy is used to provide the proceeds for the amount of the purchase from the spouse to sell that half of the business to the business partner. So for example, in George's case, he is a partner in a company called Casamigos. It's a tequila company with Randy Gerber and Mike Mildman. And so they could have a buy-sell agreement that would say if one of them passed away, the others would buy out their share and they would use insurance proceeds in order to buy that out. So it's a very good idea for George and Amal to set up a buy-sell agreement um, or the partners in the business to set up the buy-sell agreement so that they can buy out Amal in the case something happened to George. Number six, meet with their CPA to determine if they will be filing taxes jointly or separately and how to handle their dual citizenships. Well, most couples aren't dual citizens, so I won't go into that, but you do need to know if you're recently married, if you're going to be filing jointly or separately. There are, of course, advantages to filing jointly, and when you're married, even if you're married late in the year, you're considered married the whole entire year, so they will have been considered married for the whole year of 2014 for tax purposes, so it's a good idea to get a handle on their taxes and do some planning. Number seven create new wills. Not only does a will name the surviving spouse as a beneficiary, but it allows for other beneficiaries to be named, such as what if George wanted to leave something to his parents or to siblings or to charity? So a will can also create marital trusts that will be a strategy to save hefty estate taxes in case of George Ermal's untimely death, since George reportedly has a an estate valued at around $180 million, and Amal's estate is reportedly about $2 million. So a new will can set up special trusts that can help avoid estate taxes, minimize estate taxes, do it all legally, and that would be a very smart thing to do. 
And oh yeah, the last thing is to finish opening those gifts and decide which ones to keep, which ones to return, and start writing those never-ending thank you notes. That's all for this time. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.